Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, listeners. This is Pat the Talking Bearskin Rogue from Flame On, right here on the Nerdy Show Network. If you're looking for some sweet, nerdy queer in your ear, then head over to nerdyshow.com slash flame on and check us out. We cover everything from TV to movies, comics to drag queens, and so much more. For a gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, get ready to flame on. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Ladies and gentlemen, from the borough of Queens, in the city of New York, this is the Epic Piecast with your hosts, Nelson Lugo and Schaefer the Dark Lord. Hello, loyal listeners. It's time once again for the Epic Piecast, episode 68, coming to you from the beautiful and spacious Studio 6C in Astoria, Queens. My name is Nelson Lugo. My name is Schaefer the Dark Lord. And we are back once again, two times in a row even, with your heap and helping dose of Epic Piecast goodness in your ear holes. Hello, Schaefer. Hello, Lugo. What are we going to talk about this month? I don't know. I'm just going to send a shout out to Emily and say thank you for continuing to listen to this program. (laughs) Thank you, Emily. You are uh, listener number 15. Um, But I I learned uh, that we actually have a few more listeners. Yeah, we we both keep learning that. As, I know. As we talk to people. Do, do you have names for their for these listeners, or are they? Uh, yeah, the do you people, get anonymous emails? No, the people who work uh, uh, at uh, nerdyshow dot com actually listen to the show. Oh, no, management listens to the show. Management listens to the oh. show. <laughs> Should probably do some updates to our. Uh, a shout out to Cat Blackard and the crew at Nerdy Show, uh, who are listeners uh, 16, 17, and 18. I believe mm. we are one of the very few, if not the only, remaining podcast on the Nerdy Show Network that is a that is a talk format. Yeah, we are the we are the only slice of life podcast. Everything left. else yeah. is is episodic and themed right. and, and ongoing. Yeah, and. Somehow, I know <laughs> we've, we've survived. Yes, the, the culling, the culling of, <laughs> of, of of a format that has apparently been deemed unlistenable, <laughs> or at least not interesting enough to keep following. Yes, and yet, and yet they listen to this. And we're like, they oh, no, listen you, to this one as long as you keep crapping them out. We'll keep. <laughs> 
putting them on the website. Right. It's like- I'm saying all of this right after I acknowledge that management is listening to the show. Yes. Thank you, nerdyshow.com, for giving Thank us a home. Thank you, and Nerdy and Show. A, and a raison d'etre. Are you laughing at my French? Yes. It's horrible French. I am fluent. Mm. I'm not fluent. You are not fluent. I'm a liar. Yes, you are. Uh, I just got back. Well, not just, but I, I, I spent two days in Orlando, Florida, working on a on an audio project for nerdyshow.com, which I mentioned last episode. Nerdyshow.com. That's management. <laughs> yes, as we've established. So you were down there working. Uh, I was down there. You were uh, at Nerdy Show Tower. Yes. I was at Nerdy Show Headquarters. Uh, and uh, we, me and a, and a ragtag crew uh, recorded uh, episode, not episode, sorry, season four of the Call of Cthulhu mystery program. And I had a whole lot of fun. Uh, I was very, very nervous going into it. Yeah? Yeah. Because, I, I mean, it's it's an RPG, so, you know, there's lots of dice, dice rolling and improv and sort of playing the moment. And, uh, and it had been a long, long time since I've done anything like that. And so sort of leading up to this, I was quite worried that I would, you know, either fuck it up or screw up the game or not play right or ruin it for everybody else and my i had nothing to fear uh uh, cap loved uh what i brought to the table the the game keeper uh was very pleased by the sort of direction it went and and you know i don't i don't know how much i can talk about it uh but it was a lot of fun that's great yeah i mean it was uh, it was exhausting we recorded for two days Two days straight, um, and it's it, it'll be a monumental task to sort of edit that to be listenable content. Oh, that's that makes me shudder. The <laughs> idea know. of recording two days worth of content, <laughs> yes. editing that into a season. Yes. Oh, my heart goes out to those involved on the production end. Of yes, the, of, that, uh, of that podcast. But it's it's uh, I'm actually quite proud. I'm, I'm quite proud of, my, of the work that I did there. Well, good so, job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to hear it. I want to give you a shout out. What? I, have been, I have been playing this game by myself in my head for oh, shit. over a decade. Well uh-huh. over a decade. If not two decades. Uh-huh. Where I kind of take note. And you and I don't know why I haven't introduced this to, to, to one of us. But whenever I have an opportunity where I uh-huh. get to use like a famous adage sure. in a literal sense. Sure. Then I like give myself a point. Yeah. I yeah, can't yeah, think yeah. of a great example. No, right I, think, now, I think you've mentioned that to me before. Like, let's say, I don't know, let's say you had a candle you wanted to light uh-huh. and it was all like burnt down on one end. So you sure. tried to carve out the bottom of the candle yeah, yeah. to pull the end of the wick out and light yeah. that. And, if, and if then you were, like, you couldn't do it. And you said like, well, I guess I can't burn a candle at both ends. Boom. You reach up with one hand and you do like a little stroke on an imaginary chalkboard that you give yourself a point. Yes. You used an adage in a literal sense. Yes. In, a, in the correct get, literal sense. Yes. And, well, I, it's still correct to use it figuratively. Sure. But use it, just using it literally. Yeah. And just a moment ago, as you were talking about recording this RPG podcast, yes. you said that Cap really liked what you brought to the table. Ah! Point! I get, I get a Lugo. point? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'll drink it in. It's the last point you're getting on this episode. <laughs> well, we'll see about that, sir. Yeah. We've got a little surprise later. Look, I th- that was me teeing up a surprise. You just announced. Oh, su- sorry. God. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no but that's great i'm glad you had a good time i can't wait to listen to it yeah yeah it's gonna be a while because i think um they still have they're in 
post-production for season three. Mm-hmm. And so that will come out first. Uh, and there is no word as of yet about season four. But, okay. I mean, it will come out eventually. Okay. Yeah. Well, terrific. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we're done this month. <laughs> <laughs> what else is... We we need to find something else to talk about, I think, on the show. Like, Why? Well, all right. <laughs> because we're the last remaining talk show on the Nerdy Show Network. And I feel like we mostly come in and we like update with the things that we've been creating and working on. So the okay. show is... is, is it's, it's now like our own little art project LinkedIn. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's look what we're doing is performance art you know what what teller of pen and teller would would describe as simulating commonplace reality oh that's beautiful i know right it is yeah yeah once upon a time we were we <laughs> thought we were reviewing media we thought we were well no we, we thought never, we were like civilian journalists we never ever <laughs> thought that there was never a moment where either one of us believed that no but we did used to we like chimed in on things that we were consuming we yes. don't do that anymore no no we don't do maybe that we need to find a, a new angle <laughs> I don't know what that angle is, and I don't. Okay. I don't want you to tell me. But if you, dear <laughs> listener, if you, loyal listener, have sure. some suggestions for some twists or angles that we could add to the Epic Podcast, drop us a line at epicpiecast at gmail dot com. That's epicpiecast at gmail dot com. I have such a hard time saying podcast. You know, you know, uh, 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 Cap brought this up when I was there. Uh, and she looked at me because we we were at a Spanish grocery store buying uh, guava filled pastries. Okay. Uh, I guess that doesn't really need an explanation. No, but they're it was, delicious. That was great that you said it though. And uh, she looked at me and said, "Have you actually ever reviewed pies on the Epic Podcast?" And no, we've no. never actually reviewed an edible product uh, on this on this on the show. Well. That's a th- what would be what would we review? I guess we would go to like a local bakery in Queens, right? And we would get some delicious pie, sure. And, and then, then we just say this is good. People would just listen to us talking through mouths full of food, <laughs> describing a product that they can't purchase well, unless they take a trip to. Well, hold Queens. on, hold on. Shout out to any listeners we have in Queens, although I know we do not have it. We do. Ha- we have zero fans in Queens. If you are a fan from Queens, shoot us an email at the Epic Podcast at Gmail. Dot com. There's no the, it's just epicpicast at gmail.com. <laughs> well, I mean, there are national brand snack treats. So we're going to like review Entenmann's? Sure. Or Hostess? We or don't have to, those are Little Debbie. That people are familiar. Our listeners are familiar with Little Debbie. <laughs> and Stelladorus. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does Stelladora make snack cakes? I don't know. Aren't they like a bread stick company? I don't know. Okay. I don't really know anything. See, these are the questions that our listeners are yearning for. You know what? I also, this has been kind of weighing on me since we edited last month's episode. Uh-huh. I made an a, an omission what? from the program that I I feel like, like they kind of really got under my skin when I was editing the episode. And I would oh, really shit, like to really? correct that wrong right now. Okay. What is it? Shout out to C. Muldrow. <laughs> we didn't get you in there last month, which is why now you deserve two shout outs. So stick by your playback device because the second shout out to you is going to come at a moment you least expect it I, in this episode. I have a whole dollar 
that says uh-huh. C. Muldrow isn't listening to this show anymore. I will not take that bet. <laughs> if you are C. Muldrow, shoot, <laughs> drop us a line at epicpodcast at gmail.com. That's epicpodcast at gmail.com. Let's see who wins a dollar. Okay. <laughs> I mean, update you on my going ons too. Well, you just you just did. Wait, didn't you just get back from somewhere? No, no. I the Lower East Side of Manhattan <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> no, we talked about the tour last month. Yes, yes, I was, yes. I was home from tour. Uh, you were, but at, uh, I did get to do like a little mini nerdcore festival. Yeah, this past weekend. That's right. I, I did. I I couldn't go because I had another uh, gig uh, on the other side of the world. And, right. But I was very jealous because uh, uh, of this particular gig. Want yeah. to tell people about it? Okay, so uh, once a year, there's a uh, there's an organization called HushCon, which is a a convention for hackers. Mm. They have, um, I think it's based on the West Coast, but they do an East Coast HushCon uh, every June. Right. Um, usually a couple of days of panels and 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 talks and and bunch of hackers get together and talk about developments sure. in the industry but there's always on the final night of it there's always an after party where there's a rap show and i've been doing this show for one two three i think this is the fifth year fourth or fifth year damn um and they're the the, the shows i think they're they always feature dual core because yeah. david of dual core uh, int 80 yeah, aka the mustache and dual core, as he refers to himself on stage, <laughs> is like he is a figurehead to the hacker community. Oh, sure, he is sure, a, sure. He is a a god among men, well-regarded entity. Yeah, no, I love that guy. Yeah, so he always does the show, which is great because then I get to see dual core in my town. Yeah, um, uh, this year's lineup of the Hushcon after party it was dual core, sure, with DJ Fuzzy Knop. Of course. Michael Kill. Michael Kill. Lex the Lexicon Artist. Oh, nice. Word Burglar. Word Burglar. All the way from the wilds of Canada? Word, word Burg to the Lurg. <laughs> from Canada, yes. <laughs> and your friend. My friend. And podcast co-host, Schaefer the Dark Lord. Oh, shit. That was me. I was the other act. Right. That's, that's what I was getting. I get it. Uh, and it was freaking excellent. That show is always so much fun. The hacker community is always so fun to hang out with. The, the HushCon crowd is always a delight. Um, and getting to see that many of my friends without an airplane involved is, I know. is awesome. I know. It's, it's, there isn't a lot of stuff that's concentrated for Nerdcore in, in New York City. You know? Not if really. I, if no. I want to see a bunch of my friends in the same weekend, I'm either on tour with them. Or, or they're passing I'm, through. Or I'm going to National Harbor, Maryland for MAGFest. <laughs> or I'm going to Austin, Texas for South By. Or I'm going to like literally any event yeah. in Orlando. Yeah. But I have to travel somewhere to where they all meet. So this, this is one that happens in New York where I get to be the guy with the convenient travel. Yes. And as I get older and I realize, hearing myself talking about this out loud, <laughs> that my priorities that have always been on comfort are really starting to show my age when I'm like, I didn't have to go through some damn airport security <laughs> line. I just had to take the damn train to the LES. I have a very special soft place in my heart for Hushcon. Um, Cause I think I saw Hushcon twice with mm-hmm. you in it. I think I was, I was your plus one at the door or something for mm-hmm. two, two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And that, Second year was when I tapped you on the shoulder and said, "Hey, would you 
would it be alright if I just pushed play on your tracks? Yep. And then from that point forward, that's when uh, DJ Lugotron was born. Yep. And the very next year, I got to share the stage with you at HushCon. And yeah. so, like, HushCon is always going to have this really kind of, like, special place in my heart as being sort of like, sort of like the the birth of sort of my DJing at sure. that point. They make a biopic about my career. <laughs> that is a scene that will play out. Yes. Where I yes. kind of looked at you like, wait, uh, uh, uh? <laughs> Yeah, we were having like technical problems that night, and yeah, like, my... somebody had spilled either a bottle of water or beer on the table where all the gear was, mm-hmm. and your wire kept shorting out, and you had to keep restarting your track. I don't think there was a cause and effect between those two things. I think water was spilled on the table, uh-huh. and my tracks kept like playing over oh, into okay. the next track. I was just slow on the pause. On uh, that. No, 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 no. You had to restart songs several times well i also had to do that because i have a terrible playback device that i didn't realize until then that i need to have connected to power at all times there's no sense in charging it if you saw me on the mountain nerd core tour you saw it happen a couple times what up fargo oh uh, hey fargo yeah. uh, so i sometimes forget that but yeah no it was at HushCon when you pitched the idea of being my dj yeah and then it happened, and the next year was like kind of the big debut of that. I think, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you were missed this year. People asked about Aww. you. Um, I missed you because I don't like pushing buttons. Um, <laughs> it's also just more fun to have you on stage because then later on, I get to see pictures of the event and be like, "Oh, that's what you were doing during that number." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I had a, a gig uh, down in Coney Island at the very tip of Brooklyn, New York. My condolences. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Getting getting to Coney Island. Oh my God, I'm about to sound like you. Getting to Coney Island takes two hours from where I live. Mm-hmm. Two hours and two hours back. Yeah. And um, you know, I I love being in the show. I love being invited. It was a, a Puerto Rican themed show on the same weekend as the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Hey, you're Puerto Rican. That's the rumor. Okay. Uh, and uh. I don't get invited to perform in one-off acts like that anymore. Mostly because I'm not really seeking it out and mostly because like a third of the <laughs> burlesque industry doesn't like me anymore, which I guess is fine. I don't like them as much, but um, it was nice to be asked. And so I, I trekked all the way out there to do it. And I did an act that um, hasn't really seen a whole lot of stage time. So it was nice to sort of, you know, kick the tires on this particular act, and it was great, and and everybody loved it, and had everybody had a good time, and then I had to get back on the train and ride two hours back mm. home, uh, and so I loved being, I loved doing the show. Sure, it was everything immediately before and immediately after it that wasn't particularly fun. Um, so I'm now an old man who complains about having to ride the train for two hours. I take issue with your use of the word now. <laughs> I have said. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if you're listening to the program, maybe you've visited New York, maybe you've seen Coney Island in yes. the summertime, or maybe you've just you've been you've heard a great deal about it because it is a legendary place. It is a legendary place. In a legendary city. In a legendary city. A city yes. with all kinds of these like kind of famous locations. Yes. Like Coney Island being a big one. Yes. Uh, I remember like getting I, I'm not gonna say in trouble because there were no consequences, but I remember getting a lot of pushback many years ago mm. when I pointed out like, hey, this is this is before language like unpopular opinion was was used all the time. <laughs> yes. But I definitely posted an unpopular opinion, and I said, "I do not like Coney Island." I did the same exact thing, and I remember having people chime in and say things like, "Well, you're wrong." Yeah, and I would say like, "No, 
it's a fact that I don't like Coney Island. Yes. I didn't say Coney Island is a toilet full of teenagers. <laughs> that would be that. That would be wrong. That would be an opinion that you could probably argue is wrong. Yes, or at least uh, doesn't. Uh, yes, does not match up with your own personal opinion of it. I don't know why it's always people have such. I mean, I, I know that there's like a great deal of history there, but it, it's a dump. It is a. It's rough. It is, it is mightily rough around the edges. Right. Yes. And then the place where you play is this place called the Freak Bar. Yes. Um, and, and it's fine. I would like it so much more if it were, say, in Manhattan. That venue would be fine. <laughs> yeah. That venue would be fantastic. But the fact that it yeah. comes at the end of a two-hour drive or yeah. two-hour train ride. Yeah. And then you're hanging out, in both of our cases, yeah. in probably it, almost all the time in close proximity to people that we do not like or like <laughs> us anymore. Because in the summertime, Coney Island is... Especially that venue. There's sure. just show after show every yeah. day yeah. and rotating through all kinds of sideshow and burlesque people, yeah. most of which um, are like, we're not like on speaking terms with anymore. <laughs> uh, there's just never anything fun about it. No. And I, I think I've had and like I've had good times there. Oh, so I have, have I. I've done great shows there. Absolutely. And even at the time, I didn't like Coney Island. I grumbled all the way down there and I got down. There, I was like, that was great. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that I still like get misty eyed and like want to paint like Norman Rockwell style <laughs> portraits of Coney Island. Oh, the Wonder Wheel. Oh, I'm with you to a certain point. I I genuinely don't like Coney Island. There isn't really anything there that I particularly find fun and or interesting that I couldn't do in a dozen other places that are easier to get to. Sure. Um. Where the ceilings don't collapse right. every couple of years, right? Um, but I, and I, but again, just like you, like I've done gigs on in Coney Island, particularly at the Coney Island USA, where the where the sideshow is, that mm-hmm. have been immensely fun sure. and really good gigs to be at, and really and really honored to also be at. You know, also in the same room with people who could care less about me. Sure. Um, and despite that. The, the show that I did on uh, on this past Saturday was great. You know, it was lightly attended, but everybody was there, wanted to have a good time, and they were they were really gotten into the spirit of it, and it was nice to be around, I guess, <laughs> oh my God, I'm about to say this. It was nice to be around other Puerto Ricans, you know, who... Why, sh- why is that such a... Why is because, it like, thing? I don't think I've ever said that before in the history of my life, um, because I guess it never really... I've never really found myself in that situation before, you know. Where but you have. You do this show like once a year, don't you? No, this is my first year oh. doing it. Oh. Um, and I think this is the first year that this particular show was produced. I think I, I hosted a Latin and Hispanic burlesque festival. That's right. Which is different. Yeah. And that was also an amazing experience, but that was also in Orlando. Oh. You know what I mean? I thought you did something else at Coney that was no okay. no 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 no. Uh, this is my first time doing it at Coney and first time with this particular cast, and they were lovely and wonderful, and the audience was lovely and wonderful, and they got everything I was trying to do immediately, and it was great, you know. And I I would and again it was lightly attended, but the people who were there really wanted to be there, and and those are the kind of shows that I love doing, you know, you know, performing for people who want to see what they have to offer and are supportive and and are having a great time, you know. Sure. Rather than, like, you know, hundreds of people who could care less. I mean, I looked, too. I saw the, like, I saw the event listing of the show that yeah. you did. And there are, there are a bunch of people in that show that I adore. Yeah. And that is, again, very difficult thing to say in 2019 <laughs> yes. for either of us regarding a yes. burlesque event. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, in fact, I don't really do shows 
or go to places if there's someone there that I just don't want to be around. Because I just, I've just come to the point in my life where it's like, I'm, I don't need the stage time. I don't need the money. You know, if I'm going to go all the way out to do a thing, it's because I either believe in the person who's producing it or I believe in the show, you know, and I don't need to subject myself to that kind of awkward uncomfortability anymore. So like the first question on my mouth, anytime anybody asks me to do something is who's in the cast? Yeah. Because I want to make sure that these are people I want to have fun with. Yeah. I, I, I have now, that's a similar thing I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure your concept sounds great, but. Right. I, but my will not work with list is, <laughs> is longer than like three Dwayne Reed receipts taped together. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. It's a New York reference for yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think, you know, I think we've both grown as performers, both in like, we know what we want and we know what we're willing to do and we know what we're willing to do it for. And, you know, because of where we are in our lives and our careers, we can do little passion projects like this. Sure. And because it's fucking fun, you yeah. know, not not because we're going to get anything from it, because but because it's just good people and a good stage to be on. Sometimes it's fun to also know that if it's a group of people that where you you just hit this jackpot and like the whole cast is full of people that you hold in high regard. Yeah. You know that they still work with a number of people you don't like. Yeah. And so for me, there's a little spiteful thing being like, oh, my enemies will see pictures, will see galleries <laughs> of this show and they will know that I was there and that I will still maintain a presence just to spite them till they take their last shitty breath. Yeah. <laughs> You know why else I probably have like a beef with with Coney Island? What's that? Because I got a ticket there once. Seriously, you got a car ticket? Not a car ticket. A loitering ticket? No, a drinking on the beach ticket. Oh my god, seriously? Yeah, I got a ticket for drinking on the beach at Coney Island. First of all, I cannot underscore what a disgusting fucking beach Coney Island is. It's pretty gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that beach is pretty gross. I got a ticket. I was there, and the person I was with, we were like. We we went like we got a couple of bottle like a couple of bottles of beer uh, yeah. on the boardwalk yeah and then usually what you do is you just pour them into to yeah to plastic cups and yeah. then you can drink them on the beach they don't yeah. want the glass bottles on there and they don't really care then no but we didn't do the transfer on the boardwalk uh, we went down and sat on the beach and then transfer it but and it's just like crowded like yeah. there's it's it's like being on a rush hour train except yeah. there's sand and water it's there's like a person like every three feet it's yeah so yeah. crowded so if we sit lucky. down we put out our blankets we sit down pull out this plastic cup and as we start pouring it like two i'm gonna call them beach cops yeah that's because what they, they were on like a little four-wheeler like a little yeah. atv just keep zooming through the crowd like rolled up right next to us spit in the sand like how did you see that so quickly? I mean, I feel like they probably watched, they're probably watching people buying beer oh, yeah. on the boardwalk yeah. and then making sure, but just zoomed right up and like gave me this ticket. And uh, that's fine. I I broke a law. I got Sure, sure. I got yeah. a ticket. You did a bad thing. Yeah. And I remember having this weird experience with the ticket too, where, you know, I could send it in. Yeah. Or I could... I could pay it at like one like a, a number of locations. And oh. So I kind of looked it up online. And was like, oh, I can go to any any police precinct. Oh, okay. With my ticket and a check and drop it off. And so mm-hmm. there's one a few blocks from my house. Yeah. So I walked over there one day like that summer to to pay this ticket and like I felt like I was a 
dick for showing up there. For like, cops were just like, <laughs> nobody wanted to help me when I walked in. Like people, the, they like looked up and saw me standing there and then all went back to what they were doing. And then here Jesus. I am being this asshole like, excuse me, officer, I would like to pay this, uh, this summons here for uh, my uh, violation of Coney Island law. No one gave a shit. <laughs> no one no cared. One gave, they like begrudgingly took this envelope from me. And, and they kept thinking in my head, like that thing didn't get paid. I know it didn't get paid. And I remember watching my bank account for like six months. To oh, see if that check my ever God. Cash. It never did. It's $50 ticket. Never did. And I think they just like blew it off and I never heard anything about it. So then you fast forward from that like two years to when I got arrested in Times Square. Uh-huh. And when I was getting arrested. Oh, I that was, came up, didn't it? No, it didn't. But I was 100% certain like, I'm going to have a warrant out. For an unpaid booze ticket? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was sitting there. They were like, they were like do you, uh, have you ever... Do you have any uh, unpaid tickets or any other outstanding violations oh that we need to know about? God. And I was like, nope, <laughs> none. I haven't done anything wrong. And then just kept thinking about the indifference on the <laughs> face of a handful of Queens police officers when I was trying to pay this ticket. Like I just stepped off a spaceship. Oh, Hello, fellow human law enforcers. Uh, but no, it never showed up. I think that, I don't know what happened. I don't know if the, the, the beach cops never registered my violation but so so you're you're 100 certain the ticket was never cashed positive wow yeah they never cashed my check and there was apparently no it never showed up on my record when i got arrested later jeepers all right <laughs> i don't know i guess i'm still mad just because i'm mad at those beach cops because they got sand on my blanket Aww. and i had to dump out my beers and go buy two more oh and it was coney island so they were like nine dollar coronas yeah, there's Fuck that. Fuck you, Coney Island. Yeah. No, I don't mean that. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like it's just one of those things that you have to do once and then you never do it again, right? Yeah. So I've been I've been to the Statue of Liberty. I've been to the top. I don't need to do that again. Yeah. I've been to the Empire State Building. I've been to the top. I don't need to do that again. You know, I've, I've, I went to Coney Island when I was a child. I don't really need to do that. Yeah, but again. that one's different because you've been back to Coney Island a shitload of times since you were a child. Well, only because I've been paid to be there. Like sure. I wouldn't go just on a whim. When was a la- how old were you the last time you rode the Wonder Wheel? Uh, which in case you don't choice, know, but like, it's just um a rickety- it's just a rickety garbage Ferris wheel <laughs> that has been treated to far too much glamour photography. Yeah in your friends instagram feeds and calendars since it well was built. to be fair it's not made out of wood just just to be fair like look i did i, I say wood yeah the, the wonder the wonder wheel is not made out of wood oh yeah you know, the 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 cyclone is yeah ugh. Ugh. i guess oh man i i must I, I must have ridden it for the last time in like my like maybe 10 or 12 years ago. Okay. Yeah. And that was it. I, and, and this is, this is a thing. Like I agree with you, like New York city sightseeing. Yeah. Which seems to be most common in the summertime because sure. it's a very popular tourist season. Sure. Sure. It seems to be the time when I've done the most touristy stuff. And I only ever do touristy stuff when friends come to visit. Obviously, yeah. if you're a local, you don't go to the top of the Empire State Building. No. You do it to entertain your guests who right. want to see these New York City landmarks. Um, you know, I don't like going to Coney Island, but I still, like, I don't feel like I have to go back to the Empire State Building. I don't feel like I have to go back to Ellis Island no. or Statue of Liberty again. No. I feel like I've done those things. Yeah. 
But there's this part of me deep down that <laughs> after everything I just said about Coney Island, I feel like I have this obligation to go there at least once a summer. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's because I feel like I have to have a beach experience in the summertime. Like oh, there I have are to go. so many... There's so many, so many better, better beach. beaches. There are better beaches than Coney. I'll go to like a couple of like rooftop barbecues. That's yeah. also a very summery thing. But there's sure. some reason I feel like I have to go to Coney Island. Sure. Once well, a summer. I, I, I mean, I get it. It's like it, it, it has this sort of like old New York luster, right? Like this, like this legendary place of like, you know, the, the, the Riviera of 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 you know new york i get it you know but that the the coney island that people wistfully talk about hasn't existed since like the 1940s yeah like the, the it's it it for a long time it was like the most rundown dilapidated criminally infested you know needle on the beach kind of place that nobody in their fucking right mind went to yeah and I'm really happy that it's sort of like enjoying a renaissance. Like it's got a brand new theme park down there. I think um, Ringling Brothers had a one ring circus there one summer a number of years ago. Like it's it's enjoying this sort of like redevelopment. And I'm all for redeveloping old neighborhoods, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, ah, I don't need to go back. I'm, you know, I'm done. Yeah. You know? I, I, I still know I could, I, why I do it. I, I, I tell you one thing I, I haven't done and I'm not going to do is I've still managed uh-huh. even back years ago when we were deeply involved in the burlesque community. Sure. Never went to the mermaid parade. I walked in it once. I don't need to do it again. I, I don't need to do it ever, especially now because now that our feelings have grown so sour, I do not need to go see a bunch of people I don't like who are <laughs> desperately trying to be seen. Yes. It's not. It's not for me. This yeah. is like their event. Right. Right. It's a parade. It's, it's, people it's dress emphatically up. not for me. You typically walk the parade in groups or individually, and everybody dresses in like kind of aquatic themes. Yes. Hence mermaids, but people will kind of take it crazier and dress up like octopuses and and manta rays or whatever. And there's usually some like kind of <laughs> kind of cultish like New York City celebrity is like the head of the parade, like Lou Reed and and Laurie Anderson. Were, yeah. Like, the heads of the parade one yeah. year, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, just seeing the pictures of it just makes me makes my like. I I walked in it once, and I, again, it's 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 like the top of the Empire State Building. Yeah. I never need to do that again, or even go again. It's a two hour ride to walk in the sun, <laughs> yes. while surrounded by people who hate my guts. Absolutely! Wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pretty hard sell. I kind of like we would talk. It's I, I am just I am so many contradictions wrapped up in one small man. But I now like we talk about this long. I'm kind of craving like Nathan's French fries. I, I will. I will. They got say, the crinkle fries with a little red plastic fork. I, I will you poke say, them out individually. Dip them in your little ketchup. Uh, I do. I do crave Nathan's hot dogs from time to time. I'm not gonna lie. Um, just the fries. I do often feel bad that I don't see the cat, you know, whatever current cast of the sideshow is there. Cause I genuinely like those people, you know what I mean? And, and I, I know a lot of them and, uh, they've always been, they've always done right by me. And, 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 you know, there is a tinge of guilt that I don't go down there to sort of, sort of like support them. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's it. 
I that's <laughs> that's literally it. I mean, there's a there's an old school candy store right next to Nathan's uh-huh. that makes fantastic chocolate dipped marshmallows mm-hmm. and chocolate dipped bananas. Yeah, that fuck. I'll 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 go to Conan for for some chocolate dipped candies. But yeah, but you also now share a residence with a Michelin star pastry chef so a, a two-hour train ride so that right, some like exactly teenager with a face tattoo could serve yes. you a marshmallow is not egg, really a very good sell exactly now. in fact uh there is like chocolate chip bread waiting for me uh at home like no one likes a braggart <laughs> by no one i mean exclusively me at this moment you know what i did this weekend that was really super fun Oh, go on. I went, and, and here's, and I, I kind of want to preface this. I have experienced a lot of firsts with my fiance. Okay. Um, lots and lots of different firsts. Like, sure. you know, like I, I didn't know what Struthfully was before her. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't know what love was before her. You know what I mean? Like a lot of firsts, <laughs> right? So. <laughs> Did you used to sing that song? Yes. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. Anyway. So this weekend, you crossed another one off that list. Yes. And so I went strawberry picking. Oh, my goodness. The most coupley thing to do of all coupley things to do in early summer. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I went, I went strawberry picking with uh, my fiance and my her family and my future sort of like in-laws and mm-hmm. uh, her brother and, and nephews and things like that. And. Uh, we had a hoot. It was a, it was a, it was a good time. We we picked some 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 strawberries, and um, there is now, I think, ten pounds worth of the freshest strawberries you could possibly get in my refrigerator. Oh well, thank you for bringing some over. Uh, no, I'm not bringing you any. Excellent. Uh, in fact, uh, well, have you ever heard of a <laughs> chain of grocery stores called Key Food? <laughs> because I can go get some strawberries right now that may or may not have syphilis that's wow okay <laughs> there you go um the produce is so bad <laughs> we are planning on making i think a strawberry rhubarb cobbler crumble <laughs> thing uh you put a weird pause in there and for one second i yeah. thought you were gonna say that you were thinking about making a strawberry roommate no rhubarb and i was like what sort of magic are you using no just gonna create a sentient pile but what i what i what i will do is i'll bring some some uh dessert pastries over with the with the strawberries we picked that sounds great i saw the pictures they are they were gorgeous looking strawberries (laughs) that's how old i am that i was like huh i'm so i'm 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 so like you are (laughs) from seeing so many really sexy beautifully lit expertly taken like half naked photo shoots on my timeline i saw a basket of these plump bright red strawberries like who is that lugo (laughs) lugo where did you find these berries you are strawberry impressed years old that's what you are holy crap (laughs) to update my bio i am strawberries impressed years old yes Good God. Uh, so I am looking forward to the baked sweet treats that those strawberries will uh, sort of engender. And so am I. Yeah. It'll be a nice kickoff to summer. I think so. I think so. <laughs> you know You know what I would love to do? What's that? At some point. What? I would love to for you and I to listen to our very first episode. 
and then comment on and basically do a commentary track for the very first episode we did because we're i am completely unrecognizable to myself yeah uh at that point in my life it was seven years ago it was a long time ago yeah and i would and maybe maybe we do like a listening party with people who knew us then that we still talk to (laughs) and sort of like maybe wax reminiscent about like what was in our heads when we recorded that first are you talking about putting this on our show yeah we're gonna that's gonna create some problems because us doing a commentary track over us which is basically a commentary track is just a cacophony of voices maybe we could put some like we could put some vocal effects on our modern day voices yes 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 so that way like some, people, some reverb or something but or no people don't have to we'll do it make us make ones. us look like uh, make us sound like chipmunks maybe but we have to be on one of them. That's not a thing where people need to listen along at home. No. Because you no. have the audio. It's not like yes. if it's not like one of those things where like you watch Twin Peaks. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not saying we create a commentary track that they have to listen to on top of it. I'm saying we listen no, for to for one it. episode. It's just us listening yeah. to our first episode. Yeah. You know what is a lot of fun? And right. I, I, I don't know if I messaged you about this like no, what? months what? ago. It is really fun to go back through and just read in order the titles of all the episodes <laughs> of this series. It is. <laughs> it's 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 like this. If you took them, if you took all of the all of those words just as they are and sure. pushed them together, uh, what kind it, of word bubble does it make? It, oh, it just makes something like a, a lunatic's poem. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> I recommend it. We, we, right. We've had some. We've had some clever episode titles. Okay, uh, we, we don't, we're not making content anymore. We're just reflecting over ref- past content yes. and bitching about public beaches. <laughs> <laughs> So I hope y'all have a great summer. <laughs> I hope y'all have a great summer. Uh, uh, change the topic real quick. Oh, God. I had so much fun doing that uh, Cthulhu, uh, Call of Cthulhu mystery program. Uh-huh. Uh, sort of improv story dice rolling sort of show. Yes. I think, I think we should go back and do another sort of scripted radio play. Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to do something like that. Well, uh, I expect a script on my desk mm-hmm. Monday morning. Got it. If you have any ideas about uh, a, a radio play you would like to hear the Epic Podcast players present, then shoot us an email at epicpodcast at gmail dot com. That's epicpodcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> you know what I'm excited for? I'm excited for our guests. So am I. Yeah. I I I I uh, uh, I'm really really proud of myself for this particular get. Good booking. Thank Good. you. <laughs> Good booking of guests this month. Thank Elsa you. Logo. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited. You want to bring them out? Yeah, let's do it. You want to bring our guests let's, out? Let's bring them out. All right. Um, we'll bring them out just as soon as I send this shout out to C Muldrow. Oh, yeah. I see, I see what you did there, folks. We're gonna take a quick break, and we will be back in just a moment. Are your kids renting a movie this weekend? <laughs> Saturday afternoon matinees aren't what they used to be. To begin with, kids don't have to go to the movie theater. They can bring the movie home from the rental store. What you know about going out? To catch a movie at your own house. Waiting in line to watch something on your own couch, no doubt. You had to get up and get it. Or ask an adult if your pick was restricted. Get this, I know it's hard to believe it. But if a movie was rented, you just couldn't see it. None to download from your humble abode. You'd have to leave your home bungalow and run down the road. Hope the local shop had a copy in stock. Cause if not, gotta find something else to watch. And if you 
thought I was done with flipping your mind They only let you have the flick for a limited time And if you didn't rewind, you were the evilest dude Worse than the term previously viewed Even though you paid, it was only yours to borrow Cause after all of that, you'd have to bring it back tomorrow Yo, take it from a rental patient You had to have rental patience Checking the shelves of every destination They might have a copy at the next location Yo, this is for the rental patient Selecting discs and cassettes for playing Popcorn sets through the ventilation Better get something good cause your friends are waiting Okay then, now in case you didn't know The lengths you had to go just to get a video Was a ritual, a major event When you got your own card and were able to rent Swear everyone went Families to film buffs, stoners and punks who try to steal stuff Or just loiter and eat the free popcorn Sneak a peek behind the curtain, they stock porn And every visit was a hunt and a gamble Taking chances on new ones to sample A lot of choices were only based on box art So if you found a gem, you were a rock star And few things could beat that relief smile Of being first to the new release style But be guile, cause if you don't wanna find You better make sure you return it on time Yo, this is for the rental patient selected Discs and cassettes for playing Popcorn sets through the ventilation Better get something good cause your friends are awake The top movies were dirty They all got around in and out of every last player in town Wow, I mean why you think each release came with fingerprint stains and some pizza grease Seven day rentals for seven bucks kid Test your luck cause what you picked you were stuck with Why put up with this glad you asked Cause buying back then cost a lot of cash It was the age of renters Made more memorable Cause we knew what we had was ephemeral a flicker on the screen, a brief time and moment of taking something home, knowing you didn't own it. You don't appreciate the grace till you take a risk. Beta VHS, DVD, laser disc. Maybe this is just how they were meant to be seen. On pieces of plastic, you stick in machines. Yo, take it from a rental patient. You had to have rental patience. Checking the shelves of every destination. They might have a copy at the next location. Yo, this is for the rental patient. Selecting discs and cassettes for playing. Popcorn sense through the ventilation. Better get something good, cause your friends are waiting. You had to have rental patience. Yes. For all the rental patients, I used to see a video villa, aka Super Video, Queen of Morris. Video difference, critics choice, gigantic video, jumbo video, video flicks, video pics, MT video, video 99, Johnson's video in Scarborough where I saw the G.I. Joe cartoon movie and they had the Super Famicom games and the Famicom games with the converters, that was crazy, Blockbuster you can't forget about, Hollywood, video 99, Queen video, video free Brooklyn, whatever video in every city yo, this is for every rental patient out there, uh. Can children rent these cassettes? Any cassettes from these rental places? 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 Did you know that the Epic Podcast is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network? And did you know that the Nerdy Show Podcast Network is home to dozens of other programs that are also surely relevant to your nerdy interests? Well, both of these bits of information are all the way true, friends. Swing by nerdyshow.com and see what treasures await you. If you like what you hear, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, or subscribe via Spotify or Stitcher. As listener supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. At patreon.com slash nerdyshow, you can fund the entire Nerdy Show Network and unlock a plethora of amazing bonus content and early releases. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and more, visit nerdyshow.com. 
And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and the Epic Piecast on all of your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Our guests on the program this month are party hosts and planners from Broadly Entertaining. Please welcome Jonna and Jamie. Hooray! Hooray! Did it! (laughs) Hello, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Um, tell us a little bit about Broadly Entertaining. We host uh, we host game nights and bars, trivia, mm. bingo. We developed a drunken Jenga tournament. We might do a <laughs> Connect Four tournament. What? We developed drunken Jenga, drunken. Pro- probably a little bit. Probably a little bit. Yeah. Oh well, you and Colin for sure. A lot. Of yeah, it. for a sure. A lot of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we do weddings. Uh, we, I am, uh, Jamie, am a minister, so I, I can officiate weddings, and we have, uh, Day of Coordinated, helped plan weddings, fundraiser parties, kids So, parties literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it is can be truly anything. broadly entertaining, <laughs> in every sense of the word. Double pun. Yeah. We double punned, yeah. Double punned, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, in, in, in full disclosure, uh, you are the Day of Coordinators for my wedding. Uh, and so I wanted to bring you on here because but I, I think you're both the bee's knees oh. um, and you are uh, small business owners and you're also very adamant uh, activists and feminists and, and have a lot to say on all kinds of subjects from top to bottom. And then I just kind of wanted to sort of like bring you in here and just sort of pick your brain a bit about the world and you in it. Thanks. Good. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. I got to tell you, as far as me in the world, I don't know what questions I'll have answers to. That's, this that's is, an every you know an well, ongoing. Well, I guess this is, this, I guess this is more of a of a conversation, really, because um, you know uh, we we like to sort of like give voices for for people who otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity, and uh, we. I fucking love you guys. So now the rest of the world is going to know how much I love you guys. Oh, Aww. got Thanks, a, got that big of an audience, huh? <laughs> I was thinking seventeen. That we have seventeen listeners. <laughs> we have exactly seventeen audience. listeners. Yeah. I met three of them last weekend, and so we went from fifteen, no, from fourteen to seventeen. So yeah, we're feeling pretty good. Yeah, kidding. Yeah, I have I have a couple questions about the about about bar entertainment specifically because. Yeah. Also, well, I just have questions about drunk Jenga because that's <laughs> <laughs> that sounds drunken, drunken, drunken Jenga. Jenga. That sounds yeah. amazing. You surely didn't start pitching to a bar, drunken Jenga. You you had to get in somewhere first and then started developing more ideas to pitch to these bar. Well, we events. we started at Old Lily's, now Rocky Sullivan's and Red Hook. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we developed a really cool, really. I live three blocks from there and so we developed this awesome relationship with that bar um, and I was there late a lot of nights with my husband playing Django with the bartenders and just having a really good time um, and we've talked about sort of expanding our menu trivia is in almost every bar you see bingo has gotten really really popular and it was a nice way for us to kind of set ourselves apart <laughs> um, but we started it at Rockies. We did a we did a soft launch. We invited a bunch of people that we knew from other nights, from other from other nights that we had going on, and friends to come and play and test it out. Um, and then it really, really was just in bars that like wanted trivia or bingo or some sort of entertainment. And we're like, you know what else we can do? And it's 
It's we pitched it until it took. Until it took. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it really took. I mm-hmm. went. I was in Reno for the winter, um, and while I was away, we picked up three Jenga nights, what? like in four months. It was like all of a sudden everybody wanted it, and I think that it has a little bit to do with what's going on in bar entertainment. Is has been going on in bar entertainment for a while, and people want something else. They mm-hmm. want to shake it up. They want something different. They don't want what their next door neighbor has. Sure, right, sure. right. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even even trivia seems that so many bars have now closed in on like just hosting very very niche mm-hmm. trivia nights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but taking unexpected bar games, <laughs> Connect Four, for example, uh, <laughs> is brilliant. It seems like uh, it has the possibility to spawn copycats well sure and we <laughs> and we've and we, but we've always we've always been into that honestly like we we started our company um we both worked for a trivia company before this and um and when we started our own thing we reached out to people in the community to be like hey let's let's we're always wanting to collaborate and th- this is a city of nine million fucking people man there is enough business yeah for everybody mm-hmm. and like I I like I like collaborating with other people, and if they're direct competition with us, then I don't know. We got other shit. We were broadly entertaining, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we I got just, other shit. I think, <laughs> I think we also believe that what we bring to the table as as who we are stands out and offers something that other companies don't offer. We yeah. we are entertaining individuals. We have big personalities. Um, and we like to put it in people's faces and make sure everyone's having a good time is, is really what it all comes down to, right? We're there to have a good time, so you have a good time, so the bar makes money, so you make friends, you know, whatever. Love connections have happened. <laughs> um, but, you know, look, hey, if somebody, if somebody that suddenly isn't us is running a drunken Jenga tournament that has the exact same rules as ours. I'm going to call that a little fishy, but maybe just maybe just call it a compliment and know that we'll be doing it better in the first place. That is a, a refreshing point of view on the sort of entertainment that you're pitching. We've both spent so much time in worlds where oh dear God, yes. people <laughs> cling with such false ownership to ideas that are based in in recognizable pop culture oh. properties mm-hmm. the competition then ultimately lies on who is doing this with the most charisma and charm and who right. is who can who can bring make it the most fun yeah uh, who's doing of, it better ultimately yeah. yeah and that's the second part of our name right like we have a broad choice of entertainment mm-hmm. and we're entertaining it's yeah. part of the thing um i i have i say this all the time but i've walked into trivia places and played trivia at other bars and i am bored most of the time, sure, yeah. Um, yeah, and but however, if I am doing it with her, or or we're using the content that we use, which is also broad and diverse, we spend a lot of time and energy making sure that we are equally representing everybody. That it's not just the white male history that you're learning in the school books that we all learned in our school books. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> like for example, this is insane, and I bet you guys will think this is insane too. But I've put Nina Simone on sound rounds. <laughs> For, and they people just don't get it right, and I just keep fucking putting her in because I'm like, this yes, audience yes. is going to learn who the fuck. This is ridiculous. You don't know who this is. Um, so there's like certain things that we really put our foot down sure. <laughs> on, on, on our on our audience learning, but we also make it clear that we want people to learn stuff. 
Yeah, it's okay if you don't know everything coming in, you know? Um, we don't run trivia nights that are like, you're going to feel bad if you don't know things, you know? That's yeah. not the point. Yeah. yeah. Don't cheat because there's no shame in cheating at bar trivia, but there's also no shame. No, there's no honor in cheating at bar trivia. Oh, sorry. There's what a did lot I say? of shame. There's a lot of shame. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there's no honor in cheating at bar trivia, but there's also no shame in not knowing something. Right. There's only shame in not wanting to learn. Amen. So, cool, you know, we Amen. ask a question that. You know, most of our rooms maybe this week don't know the answer to. Great. A few hundred people just learned a cool new thing. That's great. And that's also huh. a very, that is also a refreshing, unique <laughs> spin on Trivia Night. Because I've, I've gone to many Trivia Nights and I don't think that I'm great at it. But I love it. And I love walking away learning something. Yeah. But by and large, it definitely feels like... I didn't, you know, study for the test at the end. Yeah. It doesn't feel like well, I went there. And, it can be tough. It's like it's a, it's the it's the social equivalent of the in click for people who weren't in the in click when they were younger. Sure, which is a lot of us for a lot of different reasons. Sure, but if you were the nerdy kid who did well and knew everything and all the information just stuck but you didn't have a lot of friends and that wasn't really impressive to people, well, now you found this social hangout <laughs> where it's impressive and you could potentially win money if you get on a game show because right. you know a lot of things. And if you're following the right company, maybe they'll give you an edge to an audition. I mean, it, it just sort of kind of puffs people's chests up a little bit. Can I ask you a question sure. as somebody that goes <laughs> to trivia nights sure, a sure. lot? Um, if you were not expecting... A trivia night, mm -hmm. and you walk into one mm -hmm. in the middle of the game. Say, what do you do? Uh, oh, I grab a sheet. I stay. Yeah, you stay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you I stay. grab a sheet and I, I play. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. rarely. I, I think it's very rare that I've walked in the middle of one. But I, on more than one occasion, I've gone somewhere for drinks, and they announced that one was happening that I didn't know about. And that was like a sudden holiday. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> and when you don't know the answer to a question. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel? Oh, um, I I always answer Spiro Agnew. <laughs> if I don't if I don't know the answer to the question, the answer automatically for me is Spiro Agnew. Okay, uh, has that ever earned you a point? Once. Nice. Really? Nice. Is that once. why you keep doing it? Yes. <laughs> That's extremely intermittent reinforcement. Uh, I'll take it. I'm not feel. greedy. How does it make me feel if yeah. I don't know it? Yeah. If I if I don't know it at all, if it is a, a in a a world of knowledge to which I am not even slightly privy, then I'm, I might find it kind of fascinating. If I'm, if it's something that I know and it's, if I just can't quite harvest the correct answer, I think that that's kind of fun than when I finally mm -hmm. find it out and be like, oh, it, it was Freddie Prince Jr. After all. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it always? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to now just start putting Freddie Prince Jr. Uh -huh. That uh, Colin's blanket answer whenever it's like a 90s like uh, band, he, his answer is always Matchbox 20. <laughs> every time, because he just does not, my husband, Colin, just does not know that kind of music at all. So it's Matchbox 20 every time, and every so often. Once in a blue moon. <laughs> Once in a blue moon, you'll, yeah. get, you'll get it right. Do you ever feel the need to combat the host? Oh, absolutely no. not. Zero, zero percent. <laughs> Zero percent. But you're also you're, you're also performers, you're, yeah. so yeah. you're you're coming at that from a different point of view. Not that you no, know I'm no. not excusing no, anyone no, who no, comes no. up and badgers the host. No, but yeah, you I have think, a different understanding. Well, I, I think Schaefer and I really have done. a similar and somewhat emphatic stance on hecklers. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, not only do we not only do we shoot down hecklers with zero prejudice and no mercy, um, we will never become hecklers. Yeah. Uh, as a result of that, I sure. will certainly I, do that too. I will certainly leave trivia night with my friends and then badmouth some of the oh. things the host did that I didn't like during seven it. Block hey, man. Oh, seven yeah, block rules. Yeah, seven block rules. Yeah. Two blocks. Okay. <laughs> Not in the room because regardless of my feelings about the host, they still, right, they, put in the, they put in the work to entertain They performed me for, for yeah. you. Yeah. And you don't know what kind of day they had. Well, yeah, and I don't you don't wanna... know the asshole that just came up and combated a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't want to like, that's his gig or her gig or, or yeah. their gig. Like, I don't want to. And also keeping in mind that Especially nowadays that trivia is this kind of, it's blown up and there are companies oh, yeah, that yeah. do it. And it, it can be kind of a, a large a large ordeal of sorts to make these nights happen. These hosts didn't write the content. Nope. You know, yeah. they have what they have in front of mm-hmm. them. And they also have the freedom to say, cool, I'll research that for you and let you know what I find out. Yeah. But they're not an encyclopedia of knowledge. No one is an encyclopedia of knowledge no. in action. I mean, I had I was lucky enough to do that for a while, and <clears throat> for the most part, I think I think you did what for a while? Triv- pub trivia. I trained him as a trivia host. He hosted yeah. trivia for the same company that How we. How dare you get so at. snooty and obnoxious? Well, no, I was like, I was trying to remember because I went to see you at a trivia night one time, but I thought uh-huh. you were DJing it. I didn't. I don't remember you being the host. I thought there was somebody else there hosting. Uh, I'm, I've, my memories wow. are all pressed. <laughs> memory. Oh man, wow. dude, lay off the cough syrup. I'm starting. I to do. Worry about speaking you. of DJing mm-hmm. and these gigs, yes, I started doing chicken bingo with my husband as DJ finger chicken licking. Bingo? Got a chicken, chicken bingo with DJ finger licking. Oh my! I'm in a chicken suit, right? Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I and Colin's DJing all the chicken tunes, which is all badass funk and country tunes. Sure. Like, it's all just badass what do you, funk. So wait, wait, chicken wait, tunes. Wait. It's just a song with chicken in the title? Or? Chicken in the title. In the lyrics? Like, in the lyrics. However, like, um, there's a bunch of, like, instrumental I'm, jazz. Like the, the I'm scared strut. to ask this. Funky sure, sure. chicken, man. How funky many, chicken. How many chicken. songs are there in the chicken lexicon? A lot. Like, define a lot. Like, dozens, hundreds? His his playlist is probably at about 50 tunes right now, and it grows all the time. Wowzers. The chicken situation. (laughs) It's the the most comedic animal. Sure. Okay, yeah, Yeah, I'll give you that. It defines comedy, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And there's something about the neck and the chicken. Wait a second, I'm sorry. When you you say you... You do a, a DJ chicken night. What exactly is that? So get this. Okay. <laughs> I open up with welcome, mother cluckers. Go on. <laughs> and Colin, my, my husband, DJ Finger Lickin, will have game show music cues, uh-huh. and he has all these chicken chicken tune cues. So while I'm calling the numbers, he's da 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 Sure, sure, sure. Baby elephant walk, shit like that. Harry Mancini. And that happens while you call the rounds. And then in between the rounds, you leave time for the DJ to play some, some set, right? To, mm-hmm. to have sure. a handful of tunes before you go into your next, into your next bingo call. Um, and so it's this sort of twofer DJ and bingo host situation that has been a lot of fun. Oh, my. <laughs> and we're looking for a brunch gig. I'm oh, saying we're hiring. For chicken my. bingo. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, anyway. Well, we're not hiring. We're not hiring. 
We're you're booking. We're, we're seeking we're, a client. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're booking. We're seeking a client. We're booking right interested now. in the chicken, in chicken bingo. bingo brunch. Uh, I want the gig. I, I would like to apply for the role of customer for this. <laughs> <laughs> because that sounds great. Yeah, you can win a Bloody Mary. You can win, oh! Yeah. Bloody Mary bingo. Chicken. Now you're talking my language. English? I guess. Yeah. I've been really <laughs> Sweet. thrilled. And also, that the would be a fun DJ gig. That would be a fun DJ gig. He loves, you love DJing things where you have to like curate a set list based on a theme. Which yes. Which is usually yes, yeah. I do. sort of like a lyrical cue or something like that. So that Yeah, I was like, on a boat once and so there were all songs about boats and the sea. Yeah. Of which there were nice. a lot. Yeah, you, I mean, there's an entire the genre. Yeah. <laughs> True. Called Yacht Rock. Oh, I, seriously? The best. How am I? I can't tell if you're serious. Right now. I'm, I'm serious. Is. I have no idea what Yacht Rock is. Like oh. Steely Dan. Oh, oh my okay. God. I love that in unison, <laughs> the most definitive Yacht right, Rock musician is called. Let's see if I do it again. Ready? I don't know. That's, that might be the only Three, one I know. Two, one. Michael, Michael McDonald. Oh, almost. <laughs> and the almost. Doobie Brothers. Almost. Oh my God. The Doobie Brothers are total Yacht Rock. <laughs> I was gonna just say yacht rock, so that was. That was I, I gotta say this, and and it's it's. You said, you said you were looking for. Is this is this is chicken bingo currently a, a brunch gig, or are you looking to? Find I've done it a handful of times in different spots, uh, but it is not currently running, and that upsets me. Okay, that upsets me. I know. I that's why I brought it up. Here. I have yeah. I've really enjoyed in the in the past few years, and maybe it's it's gone on longer. But I'm such a shut in that I've only become aware of it in the past few years. And this kind of speaks to your wedding too. Uh-huh. Is people pairing entertainment with brunch? Because yeah. I am find myself more and more prone to not wanting to be outdoors at night, just wanting to come home, yeah. wanting to call it an yeah. early evening. But br- brunch entertainment is wonderful because uh, it's it for, it just it strongly enables day drinking. Um, <laughs> winning a Bloody Mary is so much better than shots. I don't I don't want shots, and I I would I love I would love to be entertained. Over an eggs Benedict. An eggs Benedict? Yeah. yeah. I feel you 110%. Um, well, that also raises um, something that we've also been trying to kind of dip our toe into, and that is the sober the sober life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, like, these great, cool, sober cocktail situations that are popping up. Oh, and nice. They're calling it sober curious is the is the <laughs> thing. There's like, I've read, like, okay. three articles on right. the sober curious movement. Um, but there are these, like, <laughs> oh, you know, dear. mocktail bars. <laughs> yeah. Um, though they don't like to be called mocktail bars. Yeah. They're sober just, bars. They're just drinks that yeah. don't have alcohol in them. And why is that weird, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, we've been wanting to get into that, to the sober hang, like daytime coffee trivia, like, you know, that kind of a thing, yeah. too. I mean, or even nighttime. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. there are people who don't drink for various reasons who equally, if not perhaps more, more so, so, deserve <laughs> entertainment yeah. and to have a good time okay, and should not be shut out of this world of socializing yeah. just because they don't drink alcohol. Here, here. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Uh, I did a you know a thirty day sort of sobriety situation. I've done it a couple of times, and those thirty days. I'm a really social person. I spend a lot of time in bars, not just as working in entertainment, but I go see a lot of music. Like I see a lot of live music, a lot, um, and it's a big part of who I am, and it's a big part of what makes me happy. And when you're in Hanks or you're in these bars, you know, that are just, yeah. they're just like, I need a shot yeah. of beer. Like, that's yeah. the only yeah. thing, you know. You, you um, walk in and there's just like this aura of, yeah, of just like, like, I need the thing this place provides. Yeah, exactly. Um, but when you aren't drinking for a time, 
it's it really does feel like you know there's either temptation or there's just everything is based around it and we're guilty is not the right word but like for example drunken Django, we developed a whole game sort of based on this idea um trivia is often the prize is a bar tab not physical prizes that people can take home uh bingo's the same way and and the bar is hiring us to keep to people there drinks. to spend money and obviously, uh, perhaps not obviously to mm. those, uh, to your listeners, but <laughs> I, I don't know what their area of expertise may be. Um, but, you know, liquor has the best profit margin for yeah. a bar. So yeah. they would rather sell three rum and Cokes and three orders of chicken fingers. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's just yeah. how it is. Yeah. So a lot of our, a lot of this job is kind of based on this this booze idea but I, I think it's really fun to to think outside of that box again like trying to expand our menu make it as broad as possible we have these skills we both grew up in being in theater people um my mom was a wedding dj i've never been in a theater person <laughs> <laughs> damn jamie you just went hard <laughs> I'm not one of you fucking theater words people. Said, words were said. I've been in a theater person. I, hey, for two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so we have these. This we have theater backgrounds, and my mom was a wedding DJ, and so I grew up DJing weddings and being a host MC type of figure my whole life. Oh and, wow! Uh, so I, I mean, this is a natural progression for us to be in, and I forget where I was going with the beginning of that story. Sober bars. We were talking about sober events and. Well, I mean, it's spreading a, it's, the it, menu, sharing the so love. Yeah, so yeah. broadening that menu um, outside of this, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, the point has been made. Well, yeah. So <laughs> I, think, I think it's it's smart to find untapped markets. You know what I mean? Like uh, an audience that is hungry for a particular type of entertainment, but it just, they don't have access to it the way, easily, the way, like, you know, going to a bar, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So I think... I think that's really smart. I think that's uh, that's you know uh, yeah. both needed and a smart thing to do. So I think it was just a comment on on having a broad menu of things, and because of our backgrounds, we have this sort of talent where we can really fit into a lot of spaces in this world. Yeah, um, weddings. I have an education <clears throat> background with little kids, so kids, you know, like it all corporate just, events, corporate events, you know, team building, team, yeah, team building or. Uh, um, team building on the more like formal end, or just hey, let's get together and have a good time. Yeah, yeah. But we've done we've done um, <clears throat> hippy dippy workshops, hippy dippy workshops, <laughs> where, yeah, where we where we incorporate our 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 improv backgrounds, like our improv training, and and help people communicate a little better, maybe bring a little humor into the workplace. Um, uh, but really, like the communication factor is is really big like people just talking to each other and not being assholes or yeah. not, not being really weird and yeah is there any story you care to share about a time you got booked for something and then showed up and realized that you've probably taken a job that you maybe shouldn't have I'm, I'm um, thinking specifically along the lines of corporate gigs where you showed up and uh, maybe you I, I don't had think a chicken for broadly costume. entertaining we've had we've encountered that thus far we also i think have been very um almost from the beginning have tried to be very clear about who we are and what we offer so that we don't end up with clients where both of us end up being like i am not right for you you're not right for me you know (laughs) that we try to kind of get that out of the way but that came through a learning process our first 
I mean, and we're not going to name names, but our, like one of the first places that we got into was a really sort of broy, sportsy kind of bar, and we got uh, we had they booked us for two nights a week in two different locations, and as a company first starting, that means we are getting like a lot, the huge percentage of our paycheck was coming from them, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not what you want in business, right? You don't right. want most of your one money right. from one yeah. client, right? Because you lose that client and you're <clears throat> fucked. So we had started with this client because it was like, oh shit, well, they're hiring us for four nights. Like, yeah. that's a, that's yeah, a yeah. lot of money coming in right away. And we didn't have any starting capital. So it was like, how do we say no? But over time, we learned that the vibe of that bar and our vibe was not vibing. Um, we got sort of like noted on some of our questions. Uh, and Less politics is the way it was framed, which could be a fair enough question in a bar, but for us seemed to come down to less stuff about women and gay people and <laughs> oh, God, don't no. mention if somebody's black, you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, which for our trivia content, if we're going out of our way to make sure that we're being representative yeah. and inclusive. Of the audience that's in front of us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, it's exactly. It's not just our idea of being like, this came out of like us going to trivia nights and hosting trivia and seeing that the re- that the material was not representative of the people that were right in fucking front of us. Sure, yeah. sure. You know, uh, and and that and we're like, we can do this better. We could absolutely do this better. But this particular place, I think that one of the things we asked them straight up was um, we had asked a question about the first openly gay Congress person. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, so is that not okay for us to ask a question about the first openly gay Congress person? They were like, yeah, maybe not ask that question. And, and that's like, literally just You're just fact. denying the In fact. history now, yeah. you know? That's an, an it's important Barney milestone. Barney Frank, if anyone wanted Barney to Frank. know. <laughs> Every day is a school day with you, Jamie. Every day. Uh, My mother will be happy to know I'm finally teaching someone something. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Barney Frank he would have been such a great like animated character. Uh-huh. It's, like, it's such a good voice and such a good oh, look. Yeah. Like, he yeah. so well, he's, he's not past tense. Well, no, but he's not in. He's, he's not, not in, in the public uh, eye. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but that was a that we we do fundraising is is a big part and charity work is a big part of what we do every every month we we pick a, a charity that resonates with us um, and raise a couple few hundred dollars um, oh, for nice. them at, at at different events and one of the organizations that we supported was Black Girls Rock um, which is an organization that helps you know young black girls in the entertainment industry uh, and. And that, so in honor of them, we decided to do, you know, a 10 question round about badass black women yep. that are great. Right. Mm-hmm. And Makes that sense. was too political for them to have 10 questions about black women. And wow. that was sort of that was the that was the end right there. Yeah. We were just like, ah. I actually in, at the beginning of the end in, in this bar. Um, I I had a table. I had a table of three men from I don't know. A Slavic country. Um, and we were doing a round called Immigrants Make America Great. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, obviously you hear that and you know where we're coming from. And that's the, I mean, I've had people come up to me and be like, there's no guessing where your politics are. I'm like, just, well, just with the title I, yeah, of the round exactly, alone? You know, whatever. I'm like, yes, you know everything about me now. Um, but so I said this, Immigrants Make America Great. And these three 
immigrant men threw their pen down and said, no, no, liberal, that's not, we don't, I don't. I'm like, well, why don't you let me ask the questions and see? You sound like you might be an immigrant. Maybe you'll, <laughs> maybe this will speak to you. But people are just, clo- it's hard to open uh, people up to things they don't want to be opened up to. And fair. that's, we're, le- we're all learning yeah. that a lot. Yeah. We're no be, longer in that bar. It would be, oh, <laughs> yeah. it would be so refreshing if it's in, in any scenario like that, like either in person or if on social media, if somebody, instead of using this little coded language of, well, I don't want things to be political. I wish somebody would be like, I don't like your, that your politics are different than mine. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's never an issue. Yeah. Like if you came up and you did a, a just a bullshit round about all like third grade level trivia questions about like the first 10 American presidents, that would could be considered a political question, but it wouldn't be a considered right. political to because Nate and his friend Chad. Chad. Nate and Chad. Obviously Chad and Brett. <laughs> Chad and Brett. Or yeah. just Chad. <laughs> I, I do this bit of my act and I needed like a generic male name that didn't reflect anybody that I knew who could be the, the sort of the scarecrow of the, oh, of the, of the kind of guy I was roasting. Chet. I ended up with Tyler. Uh, I wanted no, two syllables. I, 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 you used one, what was it? Toby. Toby is my favorite though. I don't it. use that one anymore. Why not? Toby, that's Because you know what, Toby? That was Kunta Kinta's slave name in Roots. Oh. Uh, fair enough. Deep cut. That's yeah. deep, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. do your research, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I went, I went with Tyler and it just never fails. There's always one Tyler that's like, hey. I mean, there's always going to be a yeah. Chet that's yeah. upset, too. I mean, there was a Family Guy episode. Uh, oh, I think it was one of their Star Wars episodes um, where somebody, like, in order to get through some some doorway, the question was, like, what's the... What's the most un- like? What's the most hideous sounding male name in the English language? And it was Keith. <laughs> and I think Keith Olbermann had some public response about it at the time. But like, but he, I think he took it as a joke. But look, you make that knowing that there are Keiths out there. Yes. You know, yes. I mean, you're not making up a new name. You're trying to fit it into something that you know. <laughs> yeah. And if the Keith doesn't get it, that's Keith's loss. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if and if yeah. Tyler is really upset, then maybe that's because Tyler is the Tyler you're representing. Precisely. Boom. That's, yeah. usually, that's usually the it's, case. It's like the not all men vibe, It's exactly you know? like that, but on like a much smaller scale. Yeah. Then they'd like take it even more personally. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not like that guy in the story. Yeah. Oh, I'm just like, just say it. Just like just say it. Just say no. Just say not, it. Not, not all Tyler. Oh, <laughs> I could like see them forming the words and like not because like you know I'm going to give you grief about it. Yeah. So grow a thick skin, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, yeah. but anyway, it would just be refreshing. Sorry, that was a long ways to go. Just be, be like refreshing if somebody would say like I don't like it when you talk about those things. But there's yeah. still this kind of yeah fear yeah. that this rap. Well, I don't this. want somebody that I don't know to to think by which I mean no that I'm a bigot. <laughs> Yeah. So I have to like code it up, and that's all just upset. And not and not all of it has been a uh, you know like we like we've we've made it since that experience we've made it clear when we meet new bars that we are a progress we are a woman owned progressive company, and that's kind of that's how we sum it up. It's like yeah. th- if you don't get it by that, then whatever. Um, and so we started pitching it that way. And w- there was, a, you know, another time where during Women's History Month, there was a dude that literally asked us to ask in, in, um, 
in what's the word uh, in for sake of equal representation. Oh dear! Oh why don't God. you oh ask some questions about men too? No, it was it was uh, maybe maybe we could have maybe we could have just some more questions about men so that you guys don't feel left out. Oh my effing god! Which gods. is funny because because Women's History Month is March, so we were doing Women's History Month in March after we had done a month of Black History Month yeah. in February, which admittedly was a very difficult month of trivia because yeah. all of pretty much all the information we were asking about was off that main list of black American history that we do know and are taught yeah. because we were trying to expand information, be inclusive, learn things ourselves yeah. um, and share it with the world. And that sort of one month after the other month, it was interesting to see that <laughs> while no one would ever say, could you put white people in your black history sets? There was a lot less pause to say, can you put men in your women's sure. history set? Well, I wouldn't say no one would ask that because there's definitely a sect of people oh, well, that I've sure. seen on the internet. Well, no one that we, no one that we know or <laughs> have engaged yet, with. But yeah, Jesus. yeah. Uh, but but in that but in that instance, what was we still have a relationship with that bar, um, and we sort of were able to kind of take it a little bit as a learning um, thing. And, but on both it, sides, I think. On both sides, yeah. It's a growth experience. Yeah. Uh, and we were able to kind of work through it, which is actually way more exciting than with this other situation. And way more, like, we're way... It's it's not like we're trying to condemn to anybody. We're trying to teach people. We're trying yeah. to spread some shit, you yeah. know? Like, uh, whereas with that other situation, it was very much like, no, we're telling you what to do with your trivia content. Yeah. Right. Um, and right. if that doesn't happen, then we're going to go a different way. Yeah. Um, whereas this one, it became a little bit more of a conversation. A lot of us conceding and trying to help the situation... Um, knowing that that person had no malice or really education on the matter. Sure. Um, and and we is also a small business owner who's just trying to make sure that yeah. as a small business owner, yeah. bills can be paid. Sure, right. sure. And if you he know. has a customer have, have more of a mass appeal. Okay, that changes to, things. I didn't, I didn't yeah. get before that it, was a, that it was a business owner. I thought it was just a, like a, a participant was, that was like... It was a participant that f- gave feedback to the business owner that then that, gave it to oh, us. Oh, okay, yes. okay. Yes. That we didn't get defended, like the business owner didn't defend us. No, he didn't hear that feedback and was like, "Man, that's fucking bullshit." Yeah, that you're asking for. Yeah, this. he didn't defend us. Yeah, we he brought it right back to us, and which we're happy to be- defend ourselves. I'll fucking defend sure. myself all fucking day, motherfucker. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but, it's, but it's an interesting. It's a it's an interesting uh, thing. I don't know that is a great guy, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's you know one of those experiences we've had as as women running a business and just trying to yeah, just trying to do what we think is is right. And I mean, you you know you mentioned in our in our intro back back way back, back <laughs> in the um that that we're activists and I I personally feel uncomfortable taking that label on because there are so many people who are Activists. Oh, who, sure, sure. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And they are focused on making the world better based on one or several causes that need to be fixed. And we're like, 
we like to entertain, but also share knowledge and, uh, you know, raise money for good causes. Like yeah. uh, we're 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 helping. We're helpers. Well, I mean, it's 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 all it's all relative. I mean, we're all doing our part in whatever level we choose to do that in, right? And so, you know, I'm. I mean, I'm never really going to march for anything, but I'll throw money at all the problems you want me to. You know what I mean? Sure. I'll, I'll sure. reblog the hell out of whatever the hell, whatever like Vox article you want me to. You yeah. know what I mean? Like marches are an interesting thing as well that we could go yeah. down the whole rabbit hole Great. talking about. If, are they helpful? Or are they not? Yeah. Or who's running what? Well, exactly. Where, yeah, sure. You know, so like, I mean, I know, mm. I know that I'm, me personally, I'm not actively changing the world, but I am absolutely going to support those that do and whatever little voice I have that amplifies that Mm -hmm. you know every little bit counts I Mm -hmm. guess is really we're raising money for the National Network of Abortion Funds this month awesome Mm -hmm. and we'll be expecting a check you got it (laughs) you got got it tell me you know what absolutely include a link tag me tag Tag me in your social media post I will reblog the fuck out of it we love that June 24th we got VIP tickets this month because we want to raise a lot of money for a lot of abortions yeah 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 um, what we, an absolutely horrific time to be alive, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, seventy-five percent of us are like straight white. <laughs> true. Yeah. So you know, we're only just I'm happy. realizing how terrible the world has been for a long time for it's a weird. lot of people. It's it's more like ninety-five. I'm the whitest Puerto Rican you'll ever meet, so it's more like a ninety-five. <laughs> okay. Percent. Okay. But I think I'd rather be living now than, you know, 1850. Absolutely. Right. That's Absolutely. Truth be told, yes. yes and yes, that's yes. coming from a woman's perspective, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> but I would <laughs> I would much rather be alive today. Right. I mean, there is that positive, you know, the progress that has been made is always going to be up against those that want to fight against it. And the closer you are to taking bigger steps the louder and the angrier the pushback is going to be. Yeah. You're never going to have one without the other. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's a positive spin to, you know, as long as we push in the right direction yeah. and we work toward justice yeah. and equality and inclusion and equal pay and representation and et cetera, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe when it feels the worst, it's because it's also the best. One of the current outcomes of our global network of communication and business is that we have this global movement of right-wing nationalist, anti-immigrant, racist, misogynist that are popping up and gaining strength in a lot of countries. But then a lot of countries look have at that India big with fight hundreds back. of thousands yeah. of women chaining, oh, chaining their arms absolutely. together to be led into the holy city. So it's like you were saying, there's this these huge, you know, yeah. advances that we're making, but we're getting this huge pushback at the same time. But hopefully, they just all well, fuck off eventually. <laughs> well, we've come we've come a long way. We have a long way to go, right? Yeah, really. Uh, we should always have a long way to go, right? Shouldn't we ever be improving? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Ever improving. Uh, with that, <laughs> we are very entertaining, though. Uh, no, I, I, you've convinced me. You, you have you have my money and my axe. Woo-hoo! <laughs> We're doing chicken bingo. <laughs> I will absolutely come to chicken bingo. You will host chicken bingo. No. Whoa. No. Oh my God. 
Oh my god. I'm I am his I am his corporate. You don't have to wear you don't have to wear a chicken suit. You could wear a Satan suit. You could be Satan bingo. bingo. But I think that you guys would make a great pair in the bingo circuit. I'm his contracted DJ for all functions. So there you go. Wow, you just renegotiated your contract. And no one signed anything. Nothing's been renegotiated. Oh, I know and where I can he lives. take this part out so there's no witness. <laughs> I, I do the editing. Uh-huh. Where I always take out all of my stumbles and speech and leave all of his in. Aww. So I sound, yeah. so you sound, oh. I sound like this. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because that's actually my normal speaking voice. I know. Because I, <laughs> I, I am a hillbilly. You are a hillbilly. Where are you from originally? I grew up in rural Iowa. Oh, okay. Mm. What? My yeah. mom grew up in Sioux City. Seuss! I thought you looked familiar. <laughs> the Neswicks. You've oh got that corn goodness. aura about you. Yeah. You look like corn. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, it's so ridiculous. Fucking love corn. I, I do. I just I love. I do it too. So I mean, I do. I mean, yeah. Who mean? Our our nation has a corn addiction. We got a corn problem, y'all. Yeah. Problem. You say problem. I say give me more corn. Yeah. Yeah. No, corn's great. Corn is great. But also, corn's got a lot of bad sides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. I just. I don't want to go deeper into a why things are bad. So I was just. Gonna <laughs> I didn't want to go deeper into corn. Yeah. Fuck. We got it. We got to have you back for like a part. Two of yeah, can cheaper. we swim through corn like Scrooge McDuck swims through his coins? Oh, Is that, that a was thing you can do. How did so... he not shatter every bone? It's a cartoon. Hashtag, Is that hashtag a good cartoons. Answer? Is that uh, what that is? I mean, hashtag Disney. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ooh, let's do a Disney episode. Should right. um, should we ask you some? Oh yeah. oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. So, so uh, again, in full disclosure, uh, I asked Broadway Entertaining to come here and be interviewed by uh, us dummies. And so, but, you know, they run a trivia uh, company. And so we thought, since uh, we often do a recurring segment here on the Epic Podcast called Shock Trivia. It's time for another round of Shocking Trivia. Zap. Ow. We are going to be asked 10 trivia questions. The winner of this will be the Grand Pooh Bob winner of trivia for this episode. He said Pooh. If you're part of the 17 listeners of this podcast, you will know what's coming up in that for every incorrect answer, one of us gets shocked by a miniature cattle prod. Whoa. Do we have to shock you? Or are you no. Gonna shock no, each no, other? no, 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 no. Well, I, I mean, you can to. if you want we to. to. We have to watch? I have, it's just, we just do it on our arms. Like kind Should of we have safe like, words? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, no I, uh, as long as it's not me inflicting. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We, we do it to ourselves. Yeah, this is fun. Wow. This is All right, here, would you like to test? So it's not too... It looks like um, one of those security wands that you wave over. Yeah, it does, actually. Do you want to... Do you want to... Just test it so so that you're aware of like what you'll see and hear when it happens. Are you ready? Yes, yes, I'm so positive. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so many of my senses. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. That wasn't so bad. The one earlier. You'll really you'll ask Schaefer a question. He'll okay. either get it right or wrong, okay. and then you'll ask me, and we'll go back and forth until you run out of questions. Okay. You want to go back and forth? Uh, who who keep you? You'll keep score. Yeah, I'll keep score. Fantastic. Okay. Do you have paper? I enjoy paper over I do digital. Too. <laughs> oh, all right. It's okay. also better for your brain. Yeah. Oh, all right. Makes that connection, make that brain wrinkle, you know? Oh, I'm well aware. Yeah. Way ahead of you. All right. So we got N for Nelson. Awesome. 
Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, okay great. So is there is there a so, theme? Is yeah. there okay? May I? Please. <laughs> <laughs> so as we mentioned earlier, uh, we have various formats that we do our rounds in. They're not all just Q and A. We have we do the question and answer rounds. We have fill in the blank. We've done interpret the haiku and interpret the haiku inspired one of our writers. Uh, to put together and interpret the limerick round, oh. which I thought would be a lot of fun for you all. So uh, the following clues are written as limericks. Correctly interpret the limerick and get a point. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. All right. Um, all right. Number one. Okay. Wait, who's this for? Me. Okay. Oh, are we, oh, okay. We're ta- I thought I was just going to like raise no, your no, hand. No, no, no. We're, gonna no, we're, we're taking we're gonna alternate. Yeah, okay, yeah. fabulous. Okay. So, for Schaefer. For Schaefer, number one. A singer of great repute who also plays classical flute. She said of music review, non-musicians haven't a clue. A critic's opinion is moot. A singer of great repute who also plays classical flute. She said of music review, non-musicians haven't a clue. A critic's opinion is moot. I'm going with Nina Simone. (laughs) (laughs) Good callback. Good callback. This one's a little more current, though. Okay. Uh, Nelson, do you have a guess? Uh, No, I do not. The answer is Lizzo. Lizzo plays Lizzo. She plays classical flute. Schaefer got it wrong, so that means not in the. Don't do it in the back of the elbow. Oh yeah, no. Oh, is that leave a burn, man? That's crazy. Y'all are nuts. Can you smell the singed hair? All right, Nelson, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. A company founded by Gates with brick and mortar in thirty-one states always having to grapple with competitor Apple in software. It's one of the greats. Uh, Microsoft. That is correct. correct. Yeah. And without even a repetition. (laughs) I got it. I'm a smarty. I guess this is where we find out if the odd ones are harder and the even ones are easier. Here we go. Also, congratulations, Nelson. Thank you. All right, here we go. Number three. Okay. Its capital is Kathmandu. The Himalayas the country goes through. India to its east. Population has increased. And most of its people are Hindu. Is it Pakistan? No, that is incorrect. Nelson, do you have a guess? I I thought I did, but it's incorrect. I think I was... was I was going to say Thailand? Oh, that is also incorrect. The answer is Nepal. Nepal. She forgot a wrong answer. That is... Are we also keeping track of how many times you get zapped? Or that's... Okay. Oh, he is emotional. And... (laughs) Fuck! We're going to have to switch arms in a minute. (laughs) If he does it on your pants, will they light on fire? Oh. Oh, there's only one way to find out. I don't think it'll work. Really? Oh, it, has to, it has to like it complete the circuit. By oh, sure. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Oh, all right. Science. Nelson. <clears throat> a program on HBO that was canceled a while ago was set in the Old West, left its viewers impressed. Finally, a film has ended the show. Oh, that's easy. That would be Deadwood. Well done. You did just it. watched that much. series like last year, too. <laughs> I, I do feel a little Look bit Look here, cheaper. you cocksucker. 
sucking hoople head. Okay. You cunting bastard. You really just. (laughs) You got this. Ready? You got this. Number five. Number five. We had at a birthday for Andy this overhead vessel of candy. Smack it with force. This this thing shaped like a horse. You'll get a result. That's just dandy. Is it a pinata? It yes. is a pinata. That is a point, Schaefer. Good you job. are on the Schaefer. board. Good Schaefer's job. on the board. You're on the board. <laughs> oh well done. You're also only one point behind. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're I welcome. Appreciate okay. the encouragement. <laughs> I'm really upset about the Nepal. Oh, you'll be okay. Okay. This is why I asked you earlier. So the answer was, Jonna, I get really upset when I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's only when there's stakes involved. Oh, sure. Yes. Like being electrically shocked? Yes. <laughs> All right. Nelson. Yes. Once he was governor of Mass, years before they legalized grass, now senator of Utah, where he lives very bourgeois. For Prez, voters said, thanks, we'll pass. Oh, oh, uh, ah, no, wait. Would would you like a repeat? Yes, please. (laughs) Once he was governor of Mass, years before they legalized grass, now senator of Utah, where he lives very bourgeois. For Prez, voters said, thanks, we'll pass. Uh, this is Ralph Nader? No, no, Mitt Romney. Oh. Romney, Sorry, Romney. That's who it was. Romney. Sorry, Schaefer. I, was, oh, I didn't give you a chance. That's okay. Balls. But he takes his chance now. Yeah, he he right. gets to zap his buddy. I am not sorry. Oh! Oh. Boom! Boom! I felt, I felt that in my fingernail. I know. Feel it in okay. my fingers. I feel it in, in my toes. <laughs> All right. All right. In case anyone's curious, Mitt Romney's first name is Willard. In ah. case you needed oh. more is, reason was to Mitt a nickname or is a middle name or middle? things about him. I think a middle it's a middle name. name. Willard Mitt Romney. Yeah, Mitt's not in quotes. Willard and Romney is a much cooler name. Um. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Schaefer. Magazine founded by Harold Ross, where today David Remnick's the boss. Owned by Condé Nast, with cartoons from Roz Chast, the reporter's skills always come across. Oh. I believe that's the New Yorker. I believe you are correct. Yes! Yes! Good job, We are now tied up. Good job. Fantastic. Tied up with three cues to go. Okay. All right. All right. Nelson. Yeah. No one can be faulted for eating this sweet, so exalted. Sugar and cream mix, you'll find it on Twix. It tastes better when salted. Uh, would that be caramel? Yes. Oh, oh, good. Oh, the tension, the tension. <laughs> Sure, once you get shocked once, all I know, of a sudden, I know, yes. are a lot higher. <laughs> all right, Schaefer, are okay. you ready? I am so ready. A garbage can on Sesame Street is where you need to go to meet a fuzzy and green, occasionally mean, dude who rarely shows us his feet. <laughs> oh, my first role model, Oscar the Grouch. Yes. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. Good job, Schaefer. And I know this is going to be... Uh, um, 
a, a controversial statement, but I think Oscar has the best unibrow on Sesame Street. Oh, oh. yeah. Always overshadowed by birds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think I per- more prefer a guy smiling, but I, I, I hear you. Oh, I see, I don't think of him, but, yeah. you know, but I guess, yeah, he, he did have a unibrow. This guy, is he the journalist? Yeah. Okay. I, also the host of This Is Your Life. Yes. <laughs> he, was, he was like your generic, like, anchor person, yeah, yeah, yeah. host person, yeah. I had a really lovely um, uh, hookup with somebody in the... Um, uh, the workshop uh-huh. that made the puppets and I got uh-huh. to stand next to Big Bird Aww. and she gave me a feather that I got to take home with me Aww. and and it was really awesome and her name is Sarah Lafferty and thank you so much for the tour it was really great <laughs> shout cried. out to Sarah nice <laughs> I totally cried I would have too yeah it was really uh, it was um, it was a, more than I thought it was gonna be oh it's it a magical really place was. when Absolutely. you're looking at Big yeah. Bird you're like Fuck. Wait, uh, were, you, were you at the mansion with the with the the giant spiral staircase? No, I was at the uh, the actual workshop where they work on costumes got it, got it, and got building it. the puppets in Queens. Got it. Yeah. Okay. This Nelson. one's for the win. Ooh. This one's for the win. Okay. A poem with only three lines. The syllable count does confine. It comes from Japan. Write one if you can. It won't necessarily rhyme. Uh. Uno mas. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I think I'm overcompensating. Is it a haiku? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, it can't be that easy, can it? And with that, that is four points to Nelson and three points oh, to Schaefer, which means Nelson, you are the champion on tonight's shock trivia. Shocking trivia. Zap. Ow. You're now three to one. <laughs> there are That's right. I'm the trivia master. You can't mess with this. And we would like to shout out, uh, we would like to give credit to Teresa Basile, our writer, who uh, both came up with the idea for doing Interpret the Limerick and basically wrote the round we just read to you. Oh, fantastic. Shout out to Teresa. Excellent. It's really fun. Thank you, Teresa. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Limericks are fun and that is a fun format that I have. All right. So uh, give us us all your information, your website, where we can find you, uh, uh, various uh, nights you want to plug. Go for it. Uh, you can find a list of all of our public events on our website at www.broadlyentertaining.com. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Broadly Entertaining. We are also on Twitter at Broadly underscore events. Uh, on both of those platforms, every Monday to Friday at 10 a.m., we put out a hashtag women's history post where we shout out badass women from the past and the present. And a lot of, and not a lot, but we also like to shout out women in our private circle, uh, in our personal networks too. So um, if you know of a woman that is doing something fucking badass and deserves to be shouted out, send them our way. And we want to shout those people out that are, you know, the plebes as well. <laughs> <laughs> not just the, the, the famous people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and again, Monday, June 24th, we are hosting our monthly Be Charitable Bingo Raffle. And this month we're raising money for the National Network of Abortion Funds. You can learn about them at abortionfunds.org. Yep. We'll be at Catfish 1433 Bedford Avenue, Monday, 8 p.m. Bye, Boom. you bingo. <laughs> Thank you awesome. so much for being Thank here. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. This was so much fun. 
Once again, we would like to thank John and Jamie from Broadly Entertaining for being our guests on the program this month. Hooray! And They're great. You want to check out their stuff? Please do. Visit BroadlyEntertaining.com. We should go to a trivia night or Drunken Jenga and uh, do like a field report. Uh, that would be fun. I know, right? That. Also want to give a shout out right before they left. They gave us buttons for a yep. company called Sounds of Saving. S-O-S. Soundsofsaving.com. Uh, with a hashtag music heals. Uh, and from the Sounds of Saving website, they work closely with musicians, politicians, mental health professionals, and brands through events, videos, lectures, and initiatives to reduce suicide rates through increasing accurate diagnosis, providing safe forums, sparking conversation, and removing false stigmas about suicide and depression. That's fantastic. That sounds both uh, uh, wonderful and fun. Yeah. And so, needed. Thank you. And if you already forgot the link that I just said, it will be in the show notes. Yeah. Go give them a look and uh, uh, give them the support. Apparently, they are a new uh, organization and they could really use uh, the signal boost. So do the thing we told you to. Yeah. Lugo. Yes. Do some Schaefer. plugs. Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing in July, except for like the... The green fairy absinthe tasting that nobody who listens to this comes to. Including me. Including you. Exactly. I just find, I said it before, I'll say it again. I find 1920s cosplay themed events upsetting. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Tomorrow, Friday, June 28th, I will be in Orlando, Florida, as I will be returning as a guest host for Big Bang Boom Cabaret's show at the venue. We've both worked yeah. show as a host. Many, many they brought us down. Uh, yeah. One time they brought us down together to host. Uh, oh, yeah. I will be hosting this show. show, and it is their annual tribute to hip hop. Ah, this is one of the last shows. Yeah, at, at Big Bang Boom at, at, at the, the venue. Venue, yeah. So, and it is a venue called the Venue. It's called the Venue. Yeah. So come out. Let's party. Saturday, July thirteenth. I will be at Bedlam Bar in Manhattan. Uh, as part of a new type of show that is being launched by the Pink Room Burlesque, the show produced by my friend Francine, who does all of the David Lynch Twin Peaks burlesque things that mm -hmm. I host. Mm -hmm. uh, she launched a show in May, and this one's a little bit different. Instead of just being, you know, a host bringing out a number of acts, it's more of an immersive event. She, oh, we there are people that do acts as characters, but then they also just kind of mingle throughout the room, and we try to create the tone of a particular work. Oh, it's all David Lynch themed. That's so awesome. on Saturday, July thirteenth. Uh, she will be producing one of these immersive events that is a tribute to the 1990 David Lynch film Wild at Heart. Oh, my. And I will be appearing as Sailor. <laughs> of course. Nicolas Cage's character. Yeah. With the snakeskin jacket. Yeah. Did I, did I ever tell you about that snakeskin jacket? No. Did I ever tell you that it represents my individuality and my belief in personal freedom? <laughs> oh, dear. I like it when you laugh at references that you don't know. I think I'm that laughing at you. That was. I'm not laughing at your joke. I'm laughing at you. Oh, okay. Because you're ridiculous. Well, yeah. That's it for the plugs. All right. Um, I guess that's it. I guess that is it. Let's get the hell out of here. This has been episode 68 of the Epic Podcast. I have been your host, Nelson Lugo. I have been your other host, Shape of the Dark Lord. Be safe, internets. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Epic Podcast. We'd love to listen to you, too. So send us your feedback, questions, love mail, hate mail, recipes, and fan fiction 
to epicpiecast at gmail.com. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. If you like what you've heard, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, or subscribe via Spotify or Stitcher. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and more, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and the Epic Podcast on all of your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, we often do a recurring segment here on the Epic Podcast called Shock Trivia that we would... It's never been called that, but go on. We're calling it now Shock <laughs> Trivia. And uh, it even has a jingle. And here it is. And Shock now... Trivia. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Now I have to record something. Shock Trivia. Shock, shock, shock <laughs> Trivia. Let's hear that jingle one more time. I hate you. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.